Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily, a place where you can have daily inspiration, meditations, and conversations to help you connect to your own inner guidance. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Lauren Lee. I'm a meditation guide and the founder of Inner Rebel Company. I'm helping you connect to your own inner guidance. Come check out the show. I'm so glad you guys are here. I have a really special guest. I I just got so high-pitched because I just love you so much, Molly. Um, But also, should I be saying your new last name? Yeah, yeah, I guess you can. What is it? What is it? It is Otan. Otan, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, let me officially welcome you. Molly Otan, welcome to the show. (laughs) I love it. Good job. That's so cool. Is it weird to hear it? Still? It is weird. I was trying to write it today or I was, I had to write my name and went to write my maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> I had to like scratch it out and, you know, write the, write my new name. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. It's such a strange thing. I actually decided not to change my name when I got married. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like a pivotal moment. Like, do I do it? Do I not? And, and like, truthfully, I could always just go and do it. But um, I remember like people calling me Lauren Decker and I was like, oh, I guess it's cool. But it just felt so weird. It feels, feels so different. So yes. tell us, what, it, what is it like being married? Oh, man, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. It's scary. It's all the above. Yeah. Um, and especially during COVID, I mean, we had, so we got married in the middle of COVID and we originally had this, you know, so I, I'm originally from New Orleans, you know, as you know, and there it's, you know, big church wedding and, you know, you invite all of your extended family. It's like this big party. It's awesome. It's so fun. And, um, now just living in Boise, we, I kind of, and with the growth that I've experienced, uh, it, that vision kind of changed yeah. and, it evolved into a, a outdoor nature wedding in the mountains. And it looked beautiful. Like the picture yeah. that I did see. Yeah. I mean, it was, it ended up being perfect. We originally had it planned uh, in Wyoming and then had to make adjustments because we had to cancel it, replan because of COVID. And, um, and originally it was really tough. Yeah. Uh, I cried for days. Oh. <laughs> um, which it happens. I mean, I, I know there's a ton of brides out there who are are going through the same thing. But in the end, the day ended up perfect. We hiked into a trail in Stanley, Idaho. There was no clouds in the sky. Aww. We, you know, we got to take a limo from Sun Valley to Stanley, Idaho, and we hiked into a trail and just did a ceremony right in front of the mountains and it was beautiful and, you know, perfect and just everything yeah. we had, we had wanted, you know, we got to exchange vows. We wrote our own vows, got to exchange it right there. And um, then our parents were with us and they got to come join us for an official ceremony. And so um, it was perfect. It was, yeah. it was beautiful. And, you know, at first I was afraid just because of, everything leading up to that point, you know, having to change everything, but life just led us exactly where we needed to be. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly where we wanted to be. So, uh, that's so cool. Perfect. You guys are such a sweet couple. I love oh, it. Thanks. 
Um, Well, I wanted to introduce you to, you know, all the listeners and let them know like who you are and and what you're up to. Um, We met because you joined one of the Inner Rebel hikes. And I remember when you came, like your fiance came and like dropped you off and he was like bummed he couldn't come. Um, But you were just literally like this, like bubbly, like, hi, I'm here. I love all of you. Um, and I was just like, I love this girl so much. And then, you know, we became friends because we were working in the same co-working space and just a lot of the things that we're experiencing in life are very aligned and, and the line of work that we're working in too is, is pretty aligned. And, um, so you're a transformational coach officially, right? Officially, officially. And so this is pretty new for you. Yeah, I, uh, I started my certificate, my health and life coaching certification, uh, over a year ago, and um, it's been a hard but incredible journey, uh, yeah. just digging into myself and life and where I want to go and who I am and just paving my own path, really. And, um, and so I received those cert- the health and life coach certifications back in 2019, and then more recently received my transformational coach certification, um, which that helps me to really dig more into beliefs and identity and things that, you know, when, when we have a goal and we want to get there, but we, but we feel like we can't. A lot of times it's our, it's a belief that's been rooted in us from, gosh, childhood or, you know, when we were, you know, five years old, three years old, that affects us to this day and we have no idea. And so it's a lot of transformational coaching is really helping people to tap into those beliefs that we don't even know are there and releasing them and creating new ones so that, you know, new beliefs that serve the life that we want to live and that serve us and help us to get where we want to go. Yeah. What led you to like this type of work? Like you were, you were in accounting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes I was. (laughs) (laughs) What led you, you know, tell us, kind of tell, take us through the journey a little bit. Like, you know, how did you follow these breadcrumbs that led you to this point? Sure. So I, like I said, I grew up in New Orleans. Um, and I always felt I bounced when I bounced between I bounced between nursing and accounting and business and everything you can think of. I bounced between it in college. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, but I, I think I landed on accounting more because I had a very black and white uh, view on life. It was very I liked to get an answer and know that it was correct. And almost, almost like that validation of knowing it was correct was, was really awesome to me at that time. Yeah. No ambiguity, no, no gray. It's black or white. And, um, I was an accountant for about six or seven years and, um, I, Got in a bad relationship, which I mean, I feel like a, a lot of us have these this same story, you know. Uh, it's it was really toxic and brought me to a really tough place in my life. You know, one of those places where you feel 
helpless and you worry that, you know, am I ever going to get out of this? Am I ever going to live a better life? You know, am I just going to be miserable forever? You know, all these questions. I felt really alone at that time. And finally, one day I just, I was really sick of feeling sorry for myself and really sick of just not living a life I loved, you know, I felt like life was meant to be lived, right. And enjoyed and, and, um, and I was just tired of not having that. I was tired of crying in front of my computer screen or, you know, and so I finally just said I need to change. And, um, that's when I started focusing on my health and wellness. I started working out. I joined a group of, of women who were doing the same thing. They were working on their wellness and we encouraged each other to focus on personal development and to work out and to, you know, heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's when I finally started making decisions for myself and Mm -hmm. not following what everyone else was doing. You know, all my friends were, they went to, you know, Back in New Orleans, it's almost this idea of, you know, you go to a, a Catholic, an all-girl Catholic school, then you go to LSU, you go to college, you graduate, then you get married and you have kids. And or this was, I guess, my belief. And I finally started making my own decisions and deciding, you know, doing things for my for me, not for anyone else, you right. know what was in me? What did I need? And something I had always wanted to do in my life was travel. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like move across the world. I wanted to move my sister, my cousins. They had all lived in London for six months, you know, when they uh, graduated college. And I always wanted to do that. And I was tired of waiting for someone to come with me. Right. So I finally said, you know, if I don't just jump and do it, then I'm never going to do it. So I told my job at the time, hey, this is what I have to do. You either support me and let me work remote or I'm done. Mm -hmm. And they let me work remote. So I ended up traveling all over, you know, Europe. I went to Hawaii. I went to Costa Rica for three months. Yeah. All over Italy, France. um, And just did what I always wanted to do. Yeah. And started working more on myself and just uh, making those decisions for me. And so it was, it was that point where I really started to focus on finding myself, finding joy in my life and finding happiness, choosing happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And ever since then, it just has been, you know, I continued to work on my health and wellness and then Finally, I, I, uh, it was my traveling that actually brought my, I knew my husband, my now husband, it's crazy to say, um, I actually met him in college, but my traveling actually attracted him back to me. And he ended up asking me, we were both in New Orleans at the time. He asked me on a date. And I remember the second that the doors at the hotel opened, both of us knew this is it, Mm. which like, I've never been the type to, to, (laughs) Be like, oh, love at first sight, you know, that it, it yeah. has never settled well with me. But I mean, it, it kind of felt that way, you know, yeah. uh, we both just knew. And so 
I ended, that's when I ended up moving to Boise, Idaho. I wanted more outdoor and more outdoorsy lifestyle. I wanted right. better quality of life. I wanted, you know, as much as I love New Orleans and I hold it very dear to my heart and my, a lot of my family and friends are still there. I just felt like I was, I was not, you know, moving in a direction I wanted to go. Right. And so, uh, moved out to Boise and started doing all kinds of cool outdoorsy stuff. And then, you know, just realized this isn't the career that I want to be doing for the rest of my life. You know, right. it's, it wasn't fulfilling. I was sitting in front of a computer screen and I, I, the one thing I remember as a kid, people always ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Yeah. I don't remember what I ever said I wanted to be. All I remember is saying, I don't want to work for anyone else. And I don't want to sit behind a desk. <laughs> Whoa, you knew that as like a kid? <laughs> well, I just, I don't know how old I was really, yeah. maybe like 10, but yeah. my dad, my dad was an entrepreneur. So I think okay. that had something to do with it. Okay. But, uh, I just, I always said it didn't want to do that. And then I ended up an accountant sitting by, behind a desk working for someone else. <laughs> right. Doing exactly what you said you didn't want to do. Yeah. So, um, so a friend had reached out to me and shared this and it was this certification and it was perfect. And yeah, I, I jumped and I ran and I never looked back and it's just been nothing but awesome. Yeah. You know, hard, but awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. And like, I've seen you through the journey, at least portion of the journey, you know, being able to like see from like an outsider's perspective, of like you just like going for it. So it's been really cool from this end to see, yeah. you, just, you know, each hill, keep climbing, keep going and, and keep going and doing it. Um, what is it about like transformational coaching that like really lights you up? So a big piece of that is this, you know, for me personally, I felt like I was living this mundane life. I was just going, I was just doing the same thing every day. I wasn't working towards anything. It was, you know, I felt like I was just getting in this routine of, I was complacent. Mm -hmm. No, I was, I was settling for comfort, but I didn't feel like I was growing and I didn't feel like I was really moving towards anything. And I felt like the moment that I started working on breaking past fears and, and pushing myself to do things I'm afraid of and stepping outside my comfort zone and tackling some of these beliefs I had about myself and the world that I had no idea were affecting me so much. Once I started tackling all that, it was like, I, I, as a, per, like my being came alive Mm. who I am inside just like beamed it started yeah. beaming and um I want to I want to share that you yeah. know that we don't have you know there's so much I used to think there is no way I can ever be an entrepreneur there's no <laughs> way I could ever build my own business there is right. no possible way but right. I sit here talking to you yeah. and I look at where I was back then and where I am now right and I want to, I want to, I want to help others to see that it is possible that they too can do it, that they can put one foot in front of the other and take those scary steps. They can climb that mountain. They can, you know, whatever it is that they have, 
that they want to do in their life, they can do it. Yeah. And sometimes it, it it's not easy, but, but you know, it, it's so worth it. And when you feel, when you, when you've been in that place of feeling like your light is dimmed, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then you can experience, you feel like you're just beaming and radiating with joy and light and happiness. And, you know, when you can get it, when you can get a taste of it, it's like, that's what I want in my life. Right. right. You know, we all want to live an awesome life. Right. Totally. And it just, um, sometimes it just takes that, taking that first step or, you know, um, digging into some of those beliefs that we might still hold to hold dear, you know, yeah. about, about life and about ourselves that we can really just start, you know, we can figure out how to, how to live the life we've always wanted. Totally. And, um, that's a big, a big, a big thing for me. You know, a lot of what, a lot of what we learn about the world and is, you know, like I said before, we have to, you know, I felt like I had to go get a degree and get married and have babies. And that was my identity in my life, but that's not true. It can be whatever you want it to be, right. you know? Right. And that's, the message that I want to, I want to get out there. That's what I want to help people do to take those first steps so that they too can live whatever it is they want, because anything's possible. Right. And we don't have to live within the confines of whatever box we are putting ourselves in or anyone is putting us in. We can be who we want to be. It, and I mean, I agree a hundred percent. And I know that, you know, I've been in a place in my life too, and I'm sure you were too. You even mentioned it, that it's like, you know, this stuff, (laughs) but then you just don't feel like it's for you. You know, you feel like it's for everybody else who's talking about it. Like, I'm sure somebody's listening to us right now thinking like, yeah, but look at you too. You two are blah, 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 fill in the blank. You know, what would you say to that person or maybe, you know, to yourself, you know, three years ago, six years ago, before you decided to be an accountant, what would you say to the person who's like, you know, it's not possible for me, or, you know, I, I don't see that this is like, it's for you guys. It's not for me. What would you say to that person? You're not going to know until you give it a chance and take that first step. But I also want to say that there is nothing, there's nothing, you know, I, 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 I I do a lot of, I read a lot of personal development books and, um, something, I forget where I, I read this, but it is shining so bright in my heart today, um, is this idea that none of us are special. Mm -hmm. We're not special. Mm -hmm. We are all just individual beings and, you know, trying to follow our hearts Mm-hmm. and do what we love and create a life we love that's joyful and happy. And there's nothing special about me. <laughs> you know, there's nothing special about me to get me here. Right, you know, right. I was just like that. I was in that place of, of, you know, I could never do that, Yeah. but you can. Right. And you won't really know, you won't ex- until you, you just need to start on that path mm-hmm. and take one step forward because as soon as you start to 
see the, the change and the progress in yourself, then you're never going to turn back. Right. And it's, you know, the, the best thing I can say is just believe in yourself and know that you have gifts to bring to this world. Right. We all have gifts. And as long as you are staying true to your heart and what is in you, you're going to go so far. Like that is the best tool that any of us can have. So as long as you are following that, your guiding light, you are going to go, you know, beyond what you could have ever dreamed of. Totally. Can I just add something to that? I was, um, I was thinking, I was like out walking last night and it's totally related. Um, and I was thinking about, uh, this interview that I did, um, not too long ago and, and, um, with Sonia Choquette and she was saying like literally the one major in-depth problem that is live, that lives and breathes in this world is that we are all living in our head and not in our heart. Yes. And it was just like going over and over again in my mind and like, um, you know, she was saying that like your head and what your head is thinking is going to be extremely limited. So if you're thinking, okay, this could not be my life. I can't achieve this goal. I can't transform my life. I can't try, you know, whatever it is, it's because you're literally thinking through your head, through the lens of your head. But if you're saying, like you say, if you're using your heart as your guiding light, um, you know, your heart is expansive. It's unlimited. It's literally like your soul is speaking to you. Um, and there are no yes. limits there. So it's, so I just relate so much to what you're saying that, it, and it's hard to drop into your heart and not, because the yes. world is logical. It's living, you know, everything we've built, every system, every structure, every anything, every education is all logic based head, you know, your mind, mind, um, not like heart. It's not like we go to heart school, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you were, you were spot on the, the limiting beliefs that we hold about ourselves. It's all in our head. Mm-hmm. It's all in our head. And I actually, I was having this conversation today, you know, um, I always, there's always this idea and people always talk about, you know, dropping into your heart. Yeah. And I'll admit it's been hard for me to get to the place of being able to really drop into my heart and right. to really get out of your, your physical body yeah. and drop into your inner, inner self and your inner being. Yeah. And today I, I actually closed my eyes and really focused on, it was like a, like I've, I imagined like my being or my spirit come out of my body and just dive headfirst into my being and into my body, my physical body. And I just focused on feeling my heartbeat and feeling around of, you know, Molly and her being and who is she? And it was the first time that I've really been able to not just think of, oh, surface level, drop into your heart. It was the first time I was able to go deeper. And it's so powerful when you can, you know, it's like everything in your head just, just goes away. Mm -hmm. All the, all the, the thoughts and the mind, it all just goes away when you can do that Mm -hmm. you know, that was my experience. And so 
if we could just, and it is, the world around us is so logical and it's so um, led by mind and mm. thoughts. And mm. if we could just quiet that sometimes and just drop in yeah. as much as we can, then I think all of us would be able to shine our lights, you know, and all of us would be, you know, taking those steps that we want to yeah. take, right? Sure. It would be the place we want to be. And so it's definitely something so powerful. And I agree. I think the limiting beliefs are, they're all in our heads, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Super powerful stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love this stuff. I could talk about this for days. What yeah. is, um, okay. Tell us, I have a bunch of questions actually that are like ruminating in my head, but um, I want to ask about your own spiritual journey and, you know, being able to guide yourself or encourage yourself or motivate yourself to even consider thinking about, you know, moving your consciousness and awareness from outside your body and like the higher self, the Molly, you know, and dropping into your heart. Like that's a pretty profound thing to just do in a day, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, tell us like, what is the latest spiritual book or uh, teacher, or maybe it's just you, you know, you're tapping into more of your higher self. Like what is your spiritual practices look like now? Sure. Uh, and this has been growing and growing and evolving for a while now, actually about a year now or a little over a year. But one thing that has always stuck true to me is nature, hmm. getting outdoors experiencing because like you said man it you know we all are you know the world around us humans we're all driven by mind and logic and but nature isn't mm -hmm. nature is driven by just what is and Harmony. what yeah. it is yeah it just yeah. it is what it was created to be and that's it yeah you know right, right. and so that's there's something so awesome about being able and just peaceful about being able to step into nature and just take a deep breath and release it all. You know, I, you see it a lot in COVID. There's so many people now running to the trails mm -hmm. to, to, which is, I mean, it's great. Everyone's getting outside. Everyone's mm -hmm. getting active mm -hmm. and it's awesome. And I love it. So, um, and it, it's such a great place for people to just unplug, unwind, to mm -hmm. come back into to come what's back most home. important. Yeah, yeah, to come back home. Yeah. yeah. And so that would that has always been number one for me. Um, there, I, the book, and I think you asked about um, yeah books. There's there's one book that <laughs> is without a doubt number one for me and I actually I was, I, I'm rereading it okay. is The Power of Now by oh, Eckhart yeah. Tolle. I it's, swear every single conversation every interview this book comes up I mean I've read it for sure you know and it's it's but wow I mean it's 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 like it's the ripple you know yes. it's like yes literally it is it I read it at the beginning of COVID mm -hmm. and I'm rereading it now and just in a matter of a few months, the, the, I'm getting so much more from it. Totally. So I definitely, you know, if anyone, if you or anyone has read it, I definitely recommend rereading it because we grow, we learn, we evolve and right. you might notice something that you didn't before. And it's, that's what, that's what's happening to me. And it's like, 
you know, I'm having like bombs are going off in my yeah. head. Like, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. I know. It is that um, type of book. It's crazy. The other thing, I don't know if you've ever, this is totally a side note, but I just have to ask, have you ever been reading the book and then you're like, you think about him, you know, you think about the author and you think about like, what is his normal light day like? You oh know, yeah. Like, can you imagine writing all this information and having like streamed through you and knowing like this in-depth, like, wow, yes. you know, mind-blowing stuff and then just be like, I'm going to go have some, I'm going to have hamburger or whatever he yeah, eats. I don't know. Like, so- <laughs> Yes, I I think about that all the time. I am like, how does he put these words together? Yeah. How does it come to him? It's it's incredible. It is right. mind blowing because it's it's so many just like it's so true. And it's yeah, you know, some things that a lot of us struggle to put into words and he just it's it's so beautiful. It's awesome. It, really is. it is. It's awesome. Yeah. So you're rereading that. I'm rereading that, and I I am also jumping into Untamed by Glennon yeah, Doyle. That's such a beautiful book. It is amazing. I mean, the idea that we all are caged, mm-hmm. and you know, this you know, trying to work towards freeing ourselves. I mean, that's that's my life's mission here, you know? Yeah. So it's like really just, it's, it's hitting a lot of nails on the heads. It's triggering. It's all yeah. the things, but it's so profound and she Honest. did an incredible job. Yeah. Oh my God. She did such a good job. I have to tell you this. Okay. So, um, and it's all, it's totally a little sidebar, but it's really related to what we're talking about right now. Um, and especially about, um, Tamed, or it's untamed. Is it tamed? untamed? Untamed. Untamed. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So I've been really into archetypes lately. Mm-hmm. And um, there's the animal archetype. And so it's literally the entire story. Her book is literally that archetype where it's like um, evoking the animal spirit within you, like, you know, taking something that is, is caged and in this limited situation and you know only logical and then moving it over to this heartfelt alive animal we're animals like animalistic you know setting it free um and so I I've been thinking about this so much for the last two weeks but one of the things about this archetype that is so interesting to me and I wanted to just share it with you and then get your opinion about it is that it's asking you to, there's this quote and I'm, I'm, I'm going to read the quote because I don't want to butcher it, but it's asking you to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Like, it's just, that's it, you know? And the other thing that I thought was really cool is that they say like Buddha, when he was enlightened, he literally roared like a lion. Like it's this animalistic nature that lives within us that has been caged for so freaking long and like you know in your work and in my work and like the books that we're reading it's everybody saying like be free be liberated you know like here are the things that can help you do that um and one of the things that helps you to uh evoke the animal energy of this archetype the the animal archetype is to be comfortable in your skin yeah to be comfortable in your physical body um, so I don't know why I'm sharing this with you. I just thought it was so interesting and so cool and just wanted to, yeah, get your, your thoughts on all that. I, I totally agree. And, you know, 
I actually was thinking on some of this today. No way. Yeah. And I was having a discussion with someone about it earlier, but, um, our, this idea that our physical body doesn't define us. Yeah. We are not our physical body. We are, we are in our physical body and it is our temple, right? But it doesn't define us. What defines us is our being that inner being. Right. And this idea that, you know, getting comfortable in our skin and not worrying about what we look like or, you know, how much weight we, how much weight we've gained or lost or, you know, what we're eating all the time. A lot of times when we, when we stress about these things, it actually makes, you know, it sends our body into that parasympathetic mode where our body, I mean, our, um, our sympathetic mode where our bodies are in fight or flight. Mm -hmm. It's toxic. It's literally toxic. Yeah. And, um, and it's when our bodies are in fight or flight, we can't digest, we can't, you know, and so it's this idea that when we stress about, about what we look like or what we're eating on a, on a consistent basis, you know, it, and it, causes turmoil in our bodies. Yeah. And it so if we can just get out of that sympathetic and into our parasympathetic, the rest and relax and the the just find joy in who you are inside, who you are, you know, in that that inner being and the beauty in that, the beauty in being free within this body that we were gifted with, right? Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, I I love that. Um, I know you have like a pretty, not, I wouldn't say regimented, but like, you know, mourning for you is very like a sacred time and it's very like, you know, driven by what you need, like what your being needs, not necessarily what your body needs, but what your being needs. Um, what does it look like for you now in the morning? What do you, what are the things you're doing? So it's really interesting because it's actually, it's evolved so much. It's changed. Um, I, now I, I am currently getting up at 5 a.m. because I want to have, I don't want to feel rushed. You know, when we feel rushed, there's so much of our world that's like, go, 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 do, do, do. And it's, like I said, adding stress to the body. And so trying to relax more, you know, give myself more time. So I wake up at five, uh, drink some water eight ounces of water because our bodies are dehydrated from sleeping and then, uh, get it, get some tea. I meditate for 20 minutes. I journal, I read a book. I sometimes will get a workout in. I think the biggest thing that I've learned in this morning routine is to do what your body feels like doing. Yeah. You know, do, if your body is, you know, if you didn't go to sleep until 10 or 11 o'clock and you're struggling to get up that morning, your body needs rest. And right. so it's okay to sleep in if you need to. Right. It's okay to, you know, not work out if you're sore or your body just doesn't want it. I think the biggest thing that I've learned, you know, I used to be super like, you know, you have to get this workout in, you know, I used to love high intensity workouts and just, I would really go hard at it. But what I've learned 
through my own journey and through, you know, my certifications and just everything, all this personal development is tuning in to what my body wants, not necessarily what my head wants, but how I'm feeling and what I need in that day. Right. You know, and, um, I'm, I'm not sticking to, if I do go work out, it's not, Oh, you have to do this one thing. It's let's go try something. You know, one day I wanted to go for a trail run. The other day I wanted to lift weights. The other day I didn't want to do anything. So it's really for me that, um, it's, it's definitely evolving, but I think it's super important to have that time set aside before you do anything for anyone else Mm. or think about anything that you have to do in that day to quiet your mind and to take time for yourself because you know I think that it's super important to set aside that time because we can get lost in our days we can get lost in the demands and the the everything else going on right Mm -hmm. um so for me it's just super important to settle first settle into me and become mindful and aware of what's in me so that I can better have more clarity and better, you know, better tackle the rest of the day um, or flow throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. I love it. And it's um, such good advice. I think sometimes even with like in health and wellness, you know, especially physical health, like there's just such a, um, narrative that is saying like, you have to work every, uh, you have to work out every single day, you know, and it has to look like this. So it's like, it's really awesome to hear somebody in the space saying like, you can be intuitive, you know, and still be healthy and you can be intuitive and still lose weight. And you can be, you know, it's like, it's, you can still listen and tune into your body and, and have the results you want. Yes. And something, when you say that, something that comes up for me as I was listening to a runner talk recently, who said, that someone asked him what his diet was like. And he said, I eat what I crave. And I just thought that was such an incredible, I've shared this with so many people because it's such an incredible way of thinking. You know, when we are craving something more than likely, it means that our body is missing something in that, you know, a nutrient that is in that thing we're craving. You crave a burger, you're likely missing a nutrient that's in red meat. Um, and it's when we, when we just follow what our body tells us at once, it's naturally going to bring us in the right direction. So yeah. if you're eating burgers and fries all day, you're naturally at some point going to crave a salad or greens or something more healthy because your body naturally needs those nutrients. Right. So I think it's just a great concept. And that's same with like, you know, exercise, like I said, your body's going to tell you what it needs. Yeah which is just such an incredible, it communicates, it communicates yeah. with you. And it's crazy incredible. that that's radical for us. You know, yeah. it's like, like in the, in the wild, in the nature, like it's literally like people, like a, an animal is just an animal. It's just going to show up as an animal. Like the mountains is just going to be the mountains, you know, it's yeah. like humans have like this crazy idea that we have to be something else, but yet we can just be us and listen to whatever it is that's happening within our own body. Yes. <laughs> crazy that that's radical. Um, yes. Okay. Before you go, I wanted to see if there's, you know, any favorite quotes or any uh, advice that you'd like to leave for the listeners. Yes. So something that has been super powerful for me is um, 
this mantra of I am flowing freely and it's this idea of and it's something I love to live by and um and I hope it it helps them too is this idea of just letting your body take you where it needs to go yeah letting your body you know embody that of a flowing river letting it take you around obstacles and flow with it and let it take you to exercise the way it needs to letting your, you know, feeding your body in the way it needs, you know, letting just flowing and just being you and enjoying that, enjoying the ride of the flow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, um, it's so important to just enjoy what we're doing. Enjoy this natural unfolding of life and letting it take us, you know, where it wants and trusting in that. Um, and my biggest, my, my best advice is to no matter how scary or, um, how much fear might come up, take that first step towards living a life that you love. Take that first step because the worst that can happen is if you don't, nothing changes, right? right? But if you do, imagine the possibility, the possibilities that could just open up. Imagine right. the life you could live, the life you could create and build for yourself. So I encourage everyone, take that first step and you'll never look back. I love it. Thank you so much. That's such good advice. Take the first step. It's, you know, what, what's going to happen next is literally unlimited, literally. Yeah. Yeah. To take the next step. Molly, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. You're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. And I'm so glad that you invited me and that, you know, we've, we've had the journey together like we have. So yeah, super awesome. excited for all the things you're doing. Thank you. And I, I can't wait to see what you, you're up to, you know, we'll stay connected. So we'll have to have you on in like, I don't know, six months from now and see what you're up to next. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, cool. Thanks, girl. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for subscribing to Inner Guidance Daily. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Do it. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, I would love it if you could leave a review. It helps to reach more people and it helps to shape the podcast. I look at every single review and I listen to all the feedback. If you feel like this podcast is beneficial to you, I would love it if you would pass it along to anybody else that you think would benefit from this information. One last thing. If you're on Instagram, please let me know. Follow me at innerrebel.co. Tag me when you listen to this episode or to this podcast. Let me know what you think. I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so grateful to be serving this community. Thank you so much for tuning into Inner Guidance Daily, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.